You are listening to your new puppies podcast, starting you and your dog off on the right paw. Here's your host, Debbie Salento. Hello, and welcome to episode 83 of Your New Puppies Podcast. I'm Debbie, and today I want to talk about something that we don't want to think about. What do we need to do if our pet ever gets lost? And I'm using the word pet here because this is going to go for dogs, cats, rabbits, guinea pigs, any, any pet that can possibly get lost. Run down the street, maybe you're traveling, maybe they got out the front door, whatever it is. So this is a follow-up to my previous episode about microchipping your dog because the main function of the microchip is so if your dog or cat ever gets lost, they can make their way back home to you because that unique number that's on their microchip should be registered to you. And that's what I talk about is how to make sure that it is registered and your information is up to date because it's surprising how many times I've seen, you know, found dog, had a microchip, but the information is out of date. We still can't get a hold of the owner. So if you're not sure if your dog's microchipped or if you're not sure if it's registered, head over to that um, episode and I talk all about it. So when I was done with that, I was like, well, wouldn't it be really useful for me to go through what you need to do if your pet is lost? Because sometimes we just don't know. Other times we're so distressed that we don't think of the simple things. So just like your microchip, I hope you never need this episode, but I'm going to leave it here just in case you ever do. So the first thing you're going to do is report your pet lost through your microchip company. Wherever you registered your microchip, you're going to log on and report lost. That flags your pet if their microchip is ever searched for or called about that this is a lost pet. I know that I'm on an email list, I think for home again, where if there's a pet in my area that's reported lost, I get an email about it. And while you're there, you can double check that all your information, your phone number, your email address is all updated. Then you're gonna just wanna search the neighborhood. For dogs, that's actually the most common way a lost dog is found. Go out there with their favorite treats, you know, the treat bag that they know the the crinkle of or the, you know, the the jingle of, the squeaky, their favorite squeaky toy, you know, whatever you need to call your dog and encourage them to come back to you. Leash and collar too. Bring that, especially if they don't have one attached. For cats, most cats, you still want to search the neighborhood for cats, but most cats actually get returned because they return on their own. Um, if you call the shelter, they're probably going to tell you that, and it's the truth. Most of them j- just find their way home. But we still want to do everything else just so we have all our bases covered. Then you're going to want to make lost posters. The lost dog, lost cat posters, they work. Um, not only because you can put them up around the neighborhood so you're Neighbors know when they see this dog or this cat, it's lost. They then have your information, but there's going to be a picture. You're going to put a picture on this poster, which you're going to use in other places, and I'll get to that. So to make this poster, I recommend just going to canva.com. 
I'll put that in the show notes, but it's just a free design tool that you can go right into their templates and search like lost pet poster. And they're going to have like a drag and drop design for you to use, including putting a picture on there. Uh, The other thing with that um, advice that I read that I thought was really smart was you can put reward on there, but don't put the dollar amount. You know, you can legit give whoever brings your pet back a reward, but you never know what information people are going to try to come to you with. Unfortunately, it happens. So if you only put reward, you know, you can use your judgment once the information is given to you. You're not stuck to some high dollar amount because you were panicking and you wanted your dog to be returned, okay? So you can put reward, just don't put the dollar amount. There are places, including the companies that you registered your pet's microchip through that we talked about last episode, they will make posters for you. Sometimes there's a fee with it. Canva is free. Then make a bunch of phone calls. Call your local shelters, not just your town, but the surrounding towns, you know, maybe even two to three towns over because you never know. Um, Call local vets, especially emergency hospitals. If your pet got hurt, somebody might have brought them there. And a lot of people just bring them to local vets, hoping that they know who the owners are. Um, And police stations. The hope is that they would coordinate with the local shelter, but you never know. Okay, and then those posters that you made that you're going to hang up around your immediate neighborhood, you can send to the shelters, the vets and the police stations. And now they have a picture of your dog and your contact information. So you can email it to them or go and drop it off. The other resource that you can use are your local Facebook groups and also the app Nextdoor Even if you're not on Facebook, get a friend who is on Facebook and to find your local lost pet groups, okay? There's probably a whole bunch. Again, your town, I know I have one for my county, and then go to a couple counties out. And the people in those groups will share the heck out of your post if you say you have a lost dog or cat. I'm in a bunch of those groups, and I've seen many, many pets be found that way. Again, all you have to do is post that poster or at least the picture that you chose for it. And during all of this, it's probably a good idea, you know, especially if you're searching the neighborhood, to have at least one person at home because a lot of pets just come home. Plus, while the others are searching the neighborhood, the person at home could be making the phone calls. Okay, so these are the immediate things you can do the second your pet gets lost to help bring them home. Now that you've listened to this episode, I hope you never have to listen to it again. And that is all I have for you today. If you are enjoying this podcast, you can rate and review it wherever you listen, and that helps other dog owners find the podcast. If you would like to continue training with me, you can check out my website, playtimepause.com, click on services, and I have both in-person and digital packages, including Playtime Pause Academy where you get weekly access to me to ask all of your training questions. I thank you so much for listening. I'll speak with you soon. Bye for now.